I'm Amanda Olberg, Managing Editor of Education Next. We invite you to join this week's Education Next podcast, available online Wednesday morning each week at educationnext.org. In his 2016 budget, the Obama administration proposed billions of dollars more for public schools. But does the public really support increased school spending? Well, it all depends on how you ask the question. This is the Education Next podcast. We're going to be talking about the latest Education Next poll. I have Marty West with me, the executive editor. I'm Paul Peterson, the editor-in-chief of Education Next. Marty, does the public support more spending on schools? Well, it's a long-standing finding in the uh, public opinion research community uh, that support for school spending has been uh, strong and it's grown over time. And uh, concurrent with that, we've started to spend a lot more on uh, schooling. And so uh, I think, you know, at first blush, I think the answer is certainly yes. I think, but, as but, you but, already but, alluded to... But uh, do they know how much we already spent? As you alluded to, one of the things we've learned in our uh, years, nine years now, of polling uh, the public for the Education Next poll is that people are woefully uninformed when it comes to what we're spending on schools currently, uh, as well as what teacher salaries are, uh, and that if you provide them with some information, tell them what's actually being spent in their district, that... Uh, support falls dramatically. Well, actually, people get it about half right. The actual spending in the districts that we surveyed was over $12,000 a year, and people think it's about $6,000 a year. So they, no wonder they want to spend more. They are 50% under what the actual spending should be. Yeah, and so support for increasing spending falls from 58% to 42% when you give them that information. Uh, it's not as if the uh, support for decreasing spending you know, uh, takes off. Very few people say that we should be spending less on education, but enthusiasm for increasing spending over current rates certainly uh, declined sharply. Well, how about teacher salaries? Is the same thing true for that? If you just ask the question, how much are teachers paid in your state, uh, what do people guess, and what, what's the reality there? Well, the reality uh, for our sample was that, on average, uh, teachers in the states where our respondents lived were being paid $57,000 on average, and people came in and their guesses at around 38000 So more like two-thirds rather than a half. I think people are a bit better informed about salaries. Maybe salaries is something more concrete. They have more benchmarks in their uh, mind that they can use to get a roughly accurate gauge. But they're still, you know, uh, understating actual teacher salaries by a third. But then also if you tell people uh, that they have to pay for this in taxes... Uh, that also has an effect on thinking. So if you, you know, if you word the question this way, do you think taxes to fund public school teacher salaries should increase, decrease, or stay about the same instead of just asking, should you spend more? Yeah, so that's right. So in an uninformed way, if you ask the public whether we should increase teacher salaries, about 63% of the public will say, sure, we should do so. Uh, but if you both inform them, 
about what teachers currently earn, and uh, you uh, ask them whether they would support increasing taxes to pay for it, then only 32% of the public uh, supports teachers' well, are salary people, increases. Well, are people smarter when they're uninformed or when they are informed? What do you think, Marty? Should teachers actually be paid more? Well, I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that we could uh, attract more capable people into the teaching profession if we were able to uh, pay them uh, better. And some of the latest evidence from this comes from research I've done comparing the effectiveness of people who enter teaching during recessions to those who enter uh, at other times in the business cycle. And teachers who enter during recessions uh, when their earnings opportunities in other fields uh, tend to be reduced, but teaching becomes a relatively attractive uh, occupation, tend to be much more effective. So I think there's uh, a lot of evidence to suggest that uh, teacher quality does vary with compensation. The challenge is, you know, uh, increasing pay just for new teachers uh, is a very difficult thing to do, uh, and increasing pay for all teachers, including those who are there currently, may not be an efficient use of resources. So if you could find a way of increasing beginning teachers' salaries without necessarily changing the whole salary schedule that's in place, it might be very beneficial. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of teacher compensation is backloaded, and it's unclear whether people really value uh, a, a generous pension when they're making decisions about which career to enter. So if there are a way to uh, move some of that compensation up uh, and use that as a strategy to make teaching more attractive to new teachers, I think that would be important. But the other thing that comes out of our survey research uh, that I think also uh, matters is just this finding that people underestimate what teachers currently earn. I think a lot of the press coverage about the uh, fact that teachers are relatively poorly compensated that leads to that misimpression uh, actually makes it diff more difficult to recruit teachers. If you're always hearing uh, how poorly paid they are, uh, then how is an occupation going to attract more capable people into its ranks? You know, one of the things that I came across this year that I found terribly interesting was that the Germans actually pay their teachers considerably more. At the secondary school level, I think it's somewhere between 30 and 40 percent more. And they do that even though they spend less per pupil on education. Now, exactly how you pay teachers more while spending less than in the United States, I, I just don't quite understand how those numbers fit together. Now, you've been over to Germany, Marty. Can you tell me, have you gotten a, a window on how, the, how they can make this miracle happen? I don't know, uh, uh, but I think the explanation has to have something to do with uh, the fact that uh, the total number of employees in public school districts has gone up very, very dramatically over time, uh, uh, much more rapidly than the number of teachers. And I think that suggests that there uh, is some additional staffing in American schools that at least we didn't have before and that some other countries may not have. Well, you know, one time I was in a school district in Texas and I discovered that the school board had a policy. Every time we hire a new teacher, we have to hire somebody who's not a teacher. So they had a rule that you had to have uh, hire an extra person doing, I don't know what, something in the school system that was involved in doing something other than teaching. Uh, that was because they wanted to hire local people, and local people weren't uh, 
likely to hold a teacher's uh, certificate. So this was the way the school board managed to keep their patronage system going. Sometimes I wonder how much of that is going on in American education. I uh, don't know how many people have rules like that, but uh, it's certainly the case that we've been hiring a lot more people to work in schools uh, that are not standing at the front of the classroom responsible for uh, the students in front of them. So maybe the public is uh, right even when they just do it off the top of their head without any information at all. We should pay teachers, or at least starting teachers, more. And we shouldn't backload it, and we should concentrate our resources on getting good teachers instead of dispersing it over a wide range of activities that may not yield benefits for students. Well, and this idea that comes out of the German example where they pay secondary school teachers in particular more, uh, more than we do, and also more than they do their own elementary school teachers, suggests some attempt to uh, align compensation with the difficulty of recruiting people for specific positions. And so, um, you know, that's an idea that's been uh, very controversial in an American context, the idea that we might pay secondary school teachers more or math and science teachers more than other teachers because it's more difficult to recruit them. Uh, but when we're thinking about the best way to use the resources we have available for teacher compensation to attract the best people may be an important step forward. You know, it's almost an accident that we ended up paying all teachers the same salary on the same salary schedule instead of distinguishing between elementary and secondary because back in the 1950s, that's what we did. We paid secondary school teachers more, but when uh, in New York City, the uh, two unions joined together, the secondary school teachers and the uh, American Federation of Teachers local chapter, uh, when they joined together, the only way they could reach an agreement was that we will pay all teachers at the same salary schedule, but we'll give uh, 15 percent increment to those who have a master's degree. Which most secondary school teachers did at the time and most elementary school teachers didn't. Uh, but all of a sudden we had a, uh, a incentive to get a master's degree and boy that picture has changed since the 1960s. And, and so now we have a lot of people going on to college to get a master's degree or, or going beyond getting the BA to get a master's degree for what purpose? We don't see that the typical master's degree has much value in turning into student achievement. So I think what we're uh, circling back to is this idea that the, the public may be onto something when they're answering in the uninformed question, uh, condition that teacher salaries should increase, but that you have to be really uh, careful in how you're increasing teacher salaries in order to make sure that you get some bang for your buck. It's not that we should pay teachers more or pay teachers less. We should pay teachers in a different way than we're doing it now. Well, that's the Education Next podcast for today. Thank you for tuning in to Education Next's weekly podcast, released every Wednesday morning. For more on education reform, visit us online, educationnext.org.